0: morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, January 11th. On this date in 1908, President Theodore Roosevelt proclaimed the Grand Canyon National Monument. It became a national park 11 years later. And on this date in 1935, aviator Amelia Earhart began an 18-hour trip from Honolulu to Oakland, California, That flight made her the first person to fly solo across any part of the Pacific Ocean. Now get ready for a little trivia. On this date in 1913, the first enclosed sedan-type automobile went on display at the National Automobile Show in New York. Can you guess the make of that car? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, it's time to check on your first alert forecast. Good Thursday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Silvine, the live five first first alert weather set her off to a chilly start this morning. Grab the coats as you head out the door. A mix of sun and clouds today. We'll see temperatures climbing the upper 50s at lunchtime and around 60 degrees this afternoon. Dry weather today, light wind today. The breeze will start to pick up tomorrow morning and become fairly breezy late in the day. Not as windy as what we had earlier this week, but we do have a first alert weather day because a couple of strong to severe thunderstorms are going to be a possibility very late in the afternoon and in to the evening second half of the day some scattered showers once again and a couple of thunderstorms are a possibility and that moves offshore by friday night leaving us with sunshine and cooler weather for the weekend
1: you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader Live 5 news now let's get to your morning headlines
0: The town of Mount Pleasant is now the fifth municipality in the state of South Carolina to enact harsher penalties for hate crimes. Following multiple readings and votes, Mount Pleasant Town Council unanimously passed two different ordinances to address hate crimes. Our Emily Johnson tells us more about the ordinances and how the public reacted to the news. The ordinances were passed by town council after
1: anti-Semitic postcards were delivered to two different Mount Pleasant town council members' homes back in December. Also after Mount Pleasant police investigated hundreds of flyers that were distributed throughout seven different neighborhoods in the town back in October. One of the ordinances adds the possibility of fines up to $500 and up to 30 extra days in jail for anyone who commits a crime in the town motivated by race, religion, sexual orientation, gender, disabilities, or national origin. A second ordinance prevents handbills and flyers from being left on inhabited private areas without those items being directly handed to the resident. Penalties for violating the handbill ordinance would also include fines up to $500 and up to 30 days in jail.
2: A very good feeling. Um, you know, it's um, sad that it's come to this point where we, we have to do something like this. But I hope it sends a strong message uh, that the town of Mount Pleasant is about inclusivity and not about uh, hate.
1: South Carolina remains one of two states in the nation without a hate crime law on the books. A hate crime bill has been introduced at the state level multiple times throughout the years, but it has yet to pass. In Mount Pleasant, Emily Johnson, Life 5 News.
2: This morning, a couple is facing murder charges in the 1989 murder of a five-year-old. Victor and Megan Turner were arrested Tuesday after new forensic technology linked them to the murder of Justin Turner, their son. The couple was read their rights by a lower court judge and will remain in custody until they can appear in front of a circuit court judge who can set bond. The Berkeley County Sheriff's Office says Justin's stepmother, Megan, actually changed her name from Pamela. Officials note it was odd how complacent the couple was after Victor reported finding their son's dead body. She changed her name. They moved to the upstate. And nobody um, that I'm aware of from any of the family has ever heard from them again. Isn't that strange? I never got one phone call. One phone call from his daddy or his stepmother. What are y'all doing about my son's
0: death? Not
2: one. Before Tuesday's arrest, a grand jury had previously recommended Megan be charged with Justin's murder. She was arrested and released due to a lack of evidence.
0: The family of a missing woman is furious after they say authorities found remains of their loved one and then left them out exposed to the elements. 49-year-old Melissa Aguilar from Holly Hill went missing in August. After the Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office found remains near her home, the family went to the scene looking for closure. Instead of finding peace, they say they found what appeared to be several bones and a tooth. Deputies have not officially identified the remains, but the Aguilar family believes they are Melissa's. The remains were sent to the state law enforcement division for processing and identification, but the family is still upset with how the whole situation has been handled. A man is facing charges for assaulting an officer while resisting arrest,
2: according to the North Charleston Police Department. Officers responded to the Walmart on Rivers Avenue after employees claimed this man, 49-year-old Werner Brown, was trespassing. The arrest reports states two officers were explaining the reason for the arrest when Brown refused and pulled an officer and kicked them while they tried to handcuff him. Brown is charged with breach of peace. Trespassing and assault on a police officer while resisting arrest. He's being held at the Charleston County Jail with a $25,000 bond.
0: The Georgetown County Sheriff's Office tells us a criminal charge is bringing deputies one step closer to shutting down an illegal bar. The operator of Hush Lounge, 39-year-old Ronell Smith, or Rice rather, is charged with unlawful possession of liquor in a place of business. Deputies say Rice owns an illegally operated bar in the Dunbar community. The lounge was the scene of a shooting just days before Christmas that left a woman dead. Yesterday evening, Rice was released on a $400 bond. The Somerville Medical Center received the state's first
2: newborn safely surrendered under Daniel's Law this year. Also known as the Safe Haven for Babies Act, that law was enacted in 2001. But data wasn't tracked until 2009. Since then, 65 babies have been safely surrendered across the state. Last year saw the most on record, with eight total. DSS says the surrender is encouraging because it means people are aware of the safe resource and the options that they have.
0: I think the most poignant thing to me is to make sure that when a mom comes to us and lets us know that they would like to surrender their baby under daniel's law is that we make sure that there's a it's a judgment-free zone for her and then as soon as the baby's born we make sure that we communicate with mom and know do you want to hold the baby do you not want to hold the baby we make sure that we're doing everything um according to what how she wants to surrender that baby
2: while many surrenders happen after birth at medical centers like Somerville, other safe surrender sites include law enforcement agencies and fire stations. The law does apply to babies up to 60 days old.
0: The West Ashley area are speaking up about the dangers of one particular intersection on Savannah Highway. Earlier this year, a man
2: was killed in a three-car crash near Dobbin Road. Joining us now is traffic anchor Alicia Bo Wimberly, who spoke with some of those concerned folks about what they want to see done differently.
3: Alicia, but what are they telling you? Yeah, Shelby, Katie, well, according to the South Carolina Department of Public Safety, this intersection has had almost five dozen accidents in the past five years. This intersection on Savannah Highway and Dobbin Road is right next to a Blue Waterway gas station. As a result of a recent accident on New Year's Day, Sergeant Anthony Gibson from the Charleston Police Department said the initial investigation showed a Chevy Malibu coming from Dobbin Road ran a red light and collided with the Hyundai Elantra traveling south on Savannah Highway. Highway. The driver of the Chevy Malibu was not wearing a seatbelt, and he died at the scene. I spoke with Lance Kidd who has lived on Dobbin Road for the past five years, and Kid says Dobbin Road and Savannah Highway need a turn signal both ways. He says it's very dangerous to turn off Savannah Highway onto Dobbin Road, and he's seen many accidents and fatalities.
2: In this last wreck, um, three-car accident, and one person did die. I mean, you know. If you've ever come from Savannah Highway and turned on the Dobbin Road, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's very hard to see. People are flying, coming into town, and um, it's got to change.
3: We've reached out to the South Carolina Department of Transportation about this issue and are awaiting a a response. As soon as we do, we'll update this developing story online at live5news.com. But in the meantime, if you have a road that's driving you crazy, you can let us know on this web story online.
0: At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1913, the very first enclosed sedan-type automobile went on display in New York. The make of that car was a Hudson. The Hudson Company merged with the Nash Calvinator in the mid-1950s, and it was phased out by 1958. Well, now let's celebrate some birthdays today. World Golf Hall of Famer Ben Crenshaw is 72. Actress Kim Coles is 61. Singer Mary J. Blige is 53. Actress Amanda Peet is 52. And pop singer Cody Simpson is 27. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all. Powered by Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great Thursday. We're almost to the end of the week. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Morning, y'all, is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.